Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Two Kids on the Block. I'm Ben, joined by uh, Mr. Kamel Lafontaine <laughs> over there on the screen. We should, um, football commentators, whenever they start, they do this thing <laughs> called like the slide in. So they're like, hey, I'm hey, I'm Benjamin Wong, your analyst for today. Uh, and then you slide in. It's like kind of, it's like kind of cool. It's like really, when I first saw it, I was like, this is kind of dumb, but it's actually kind of cool. Like a subtle little effect. Um, but anyways, how is your week going? It's going, it's going really well. You know, I've, I'm just excited for today's episode. It's going to, it's going to be a good one for sure. There's a lot of things happening. A lot of, oh, so many things are happening. So, like one um, of the most, I mean, everything, there's always things happening in crypto, yeah. but like, there's a lot of relevant things happening and we're, I'm excited to cover them today. Let's take a, let's take a, a wheel. We'll spin the wheel or I'll ask Siri. This is not sponsored by Apple, <laughs> uh, but I'll ask Siri. <laughs> All right. So number one, we'll talk about, um, we'll talk about the OpenSea hack. Two, yep. we'll talk about NFT, kind of a winter that we're experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, we'll talk about everything going on in Europe. Um, we're all, what else is on our list? And then we could mention how to build a good community in crypto and NFTs. Yep. And then if we have enough time, we can mention photography and NFTs. All right. So four things. All right. Siri, give me a number between one to four. Oh, hold on, my ringer's off. <laughs> Give me a number between one and four. Can you hear that? It said, "Yeah, that would be one." <laughs> I guess we're just right, gonna. So. I guess we're just gonna start off normally today <laughs> with, with open snacks. Okay. Yep. All right. So I know it's not. I'm pretty sure it's like at the bottom of our list of importance, but it's all right. <laughs> we have to. We have to listen to Siri. So. Yeah, I, I know OpenSea hacks are kind of at the least of everyone's mind at the moment. But uh, well, I guess we'll just start here. So basically, there was this hack that went on right on OpenSea that um, made it really easy for people to be losing yep. really expensive. And even like on a smaller scale, it made it really easy. It made everyone's account very vulnerable. Uh, what do you know about that situation? I mean, I know that... Um... I know that a lot of people are being skeptical of of um, OpenSea because of this, because you know OpenSea it's the number one NFT platform, and yeah. millions of dollars are transacted every single day. And you know, I think you covered all the like technical technical stuff that happened, but you know, it's not it's not a good look on OpenSea because I know YouTubers that are trying to fork OpenSea to make a different NFT platform, and like OpenSea. It, it's like it's it's at a weird state right now because people like have to use it because like it's the only other like the only like that's the place most people have all their nfts and they can't just they can't just move to another one because it takes a lot of time to transfer nfts to a different blockchain and i don't even know if OpenSea has that option so you know they kind of have to stick with it and they have to go through all the troubles they have to go through all the struggles that OpenSea is happening and it's also a bad look on OpenSea for new people getting in because if you look in and then the biggest NFT platform with like $15 billion, like valued at over $15 billion, would you really want to use it if you can lose your NFTs that you probably spend a lot of money on? And, you know, disclaimer guys, just, um, 
this is just to mention, I know a lot of guys, I know a lot of people hate NFTs, and guys, if you hate NFTs, you do you, you know? Me and Ben, we have a passion for NFTs and crypto, so we, you know, people can be passionate for, about what they're passionate oh, yeah. about. Yeah, let's, and, let's talk about that in like one second, because yeah. that's, that's, right. there's a story behind that as well. But I <laughs> guess just to kind of give a little bit more uh, background, what OpenSea is, basically OpenSea is... Mm-hmm. Uh, the main platform for it's like it's the facebook of ethereum nfts so it's yeah the marketplace where everyone buys sells has their account yeah and and it's actually a really interesting story because they were founded in like 2017 around then maybe earlier and throughout five years nfts weren't a huge thing until yeah. 2021 uh, but they never failed they, they never said we give up on this. We're going to go start a, a crypto exchange. They kept having faith in NFTs, and and then it came. Uh, so OpenSea is a cool story, but th- that does not distract from the fact that it is if, like right now. Uh, even though I'm not buying, you know, million dollar NFTs, I, <laughs> I still. I, I'm sure you feel kind of the same way. Like, do you feel safe? Yeah. And uh, you might you might even say that even though the things we're buying aren't million dollars worth, they are more meaningful to us because they are what like. If, if a billionaire loses a million dollars, that's a lot not as bad than someone with a thousand dollars losing 700, right? Um, exactly. And then the other one, the looks rare, the other platform, uh, they would actually give you coins for, they would give you crypto as kind of like a thank you when you use their platform. <laughs> Except didn't their founders like run away with a few million dollars <laughs> and then the coin I like mean- dipped? <laughs> Yeah, like um the first the surprisingly the first NFT platform I really like got into was um something called it's called Rarible. Uh you've probably yep, heard, heard of about it. That. It's like, yeah. So I remember being on Rarible like like what? Um it was like in early twenty twenty. And you know, I was just it was like the first thing that came up when I searched NFTs at the time. So I checked it out and I bought like an NFT on there, you know? Which one? And <laughs> um it was this um it's it was something called crypto kicks and it was like um it's like a very it's very relevant <laughs> like it it like doesn't like it's not like a huge market cap or whatever but it like it looked cool to me it was just like crypt it was like basically 3d models of shoes that look like huh. cryptocurrencies it is it's still up right 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 like it's still up yeah, it's still up, but there was only um there was only one <laughs> there was only one crypto kicks, but I thought there was gonna be more, and there was only a Bitcoin crypto kicks. So essentially, <laughs> it was, I bought the one, and then it never ever sold. But you crypto know, kickers? Uh, no, it was um crypto it, like this one. It's called crypto kicks. Hang on, hang on with us. We're just searching for this long lost. What if it's worth like a million dollars right now? <laughs> um, let me just hang on with us for one second. Yeah, we're just. I don't know. It's not showing up. I'm only seeing right. things like crypto. I'll I'll try to find it. Yeah, after it's all right. It's all right. Up. But you know, at the time, 
it there wasn't much hacks going around in NFTs at the time because they weren't as relevant as right, they are today. Right. But as you know, any emerging market, it's going to have a, their own people that want to take advantage of the new people getting in to try to make money, to try to scam people, you know. And it's really not a good look on OpenSea, especially for me because I, I mean, I don't, I don't have that much OpenSea NFTs, if I'm being honest. Like, I don't own any, like, board apes or whatever. <laughs> and right, as, right. You're, as you're saying, like, even though you're, like, maybe if someone lost $100, you're just, oh, it's not that much money. But if you're, like, a 10-year-old kid that put in $100, that's, like, 10% of your net worth probably or even, like, 50% of your net worth. Like, that is meaningful to kids. And I know it because one yep. time I, I had this little wallet that I would carry around. And I lost the wallet when we went in public and it had like $150 in it. And I felt like I was really, I was really sad when I lost that wallet. I had yeah. like a bunch of fake credit cards and whatever. In there. <laughs> and you know, like it, I felt really sad and I, I like, I, could, I never could found it, but it, you know, as a kid, little sums of money can seem so like, yeah, seem very important Yeah, because yeah, it really is important. important as, especially as a kid, making your first bit of money that you earned is really meaningful to yourself. And when someone is just taking advantage of you and just trying to hack you or trying to scam you, it just feels really bad. It's not a really good look on OpenSea especially because they're the number one platform, but they're getting hacked all the time. I just, every single week I hear like a OpenSea hack, OpenSea hack, OpenSea hack. I yeah. just see, I see it all the time. By the way, did you ever register your Kamehameha.eth? Um, um Interesting, interesting story on that. I um, okay. I, I did place a bid on it, but actually, for some reason, the ETH, like the ETH thing, the ETH gas fees didn't come back, and I was a dollar short <laughs> on the gas fees, so wow. I had to, <laughs> I had to re-register, wait for lower gas fees. But yeah, I have placed a bid on it. I don't own it just yet, but just. Hopefully no, hopefully no one steals it. <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna take it because it's like a pretty small percentage of people that have the name Kamea. But you know, there's always a possibility. Maybe some whale is watching this, like a, like um maybe JPEG Lord is watching this and he's just gonna buy it for uh, just to troll <laughs> me or something. Hold it hostage uh, against me. <laughs> hold it hostage. I have the Kamea.eth If you don't, <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. I wish I had, but I, I I've. At this point, unless I found my own website, I, I like I've given up on trying to get at Ben or at Benjamin. Cause yeah. like, my my little sister, her name is Viani. So she's yeah. in your same boat with with the unique names. Um, <laughs> but like that was you know, imagine one day like, oh hey, hey, hey uh, thanks for the ride. Just I'll send it to you. Kamehameha.eth. <laughs> that that'd be really cool. Yeah, that would. So Another kind of interesting thing that I'm pretty sure most people listening uh, don't know about. A few days ago, we joined a Twitter space. And so <laughs> I actually left temporarily to go do something. But I guess something like pretty eventful happened while I was gone. Can I do, do All you right, want to explain? So, um, I was in a, a Twitter space with another 12-year-old and a 19-year-old who both love cryptocurrency. Everything was going well. There was almost like, there was like, what, 40 people in it? And, you know, it was going really well. And then, randomly, this dude asked to join the space. He asked to join the stage. And then he says, Bro, why are you adults and you're telling kids to invest in NFTs? You guys are so 
effing weird, you know? And then he just he kept he kept swearing and then they're like, oh, this troller again. And it gave me a thought where it's like, you know, maybe maybe there's like a chance. I'm not saying I don't believe that this is gonna happen, but maybe there's a chance that FTs might fail. And then this guy is gonna be laughing in his on his computer, on his laptop. Oh, I was right. <laughs> but you know, like, why would you hate on someone else's passion? You know, if yeah. NFTs even die, I'm still going to be supporting them. I'm still going to be trying to get in, you know, but um, why hate on someone because they have a passion for something? You know, I gave this little example, like imagine going up to someone that likes guitar and you don't like guitar and you say to them, dude, why are you playing guitar? That's so weird. That's yeah. very like that's not very nice. And if you say that, it's the same thing with NFTs, and a lot of kids have passions for NFTs. A lot of kids are artists yeah. and they actually enjoy NFTs. And you're just gonna ruin their day by swearing at them and making fun of them. And it's just it's really not nice. You can hate something. There's nothing wrong with disliking something. But if you go out of your way to like hate a little kid for liking JPEGs, yeah. you know. Um, it's empathy exactly empathy elephants remember empathy elephants <laughs> yeah so, yeah. so that, was a, that was a a pretty i wish i was there um yeah because I, I came back and then everyone was talking about it and i was really <laughs> confused um i was like what happened here and I, I didn't even leave the like that was the only time i got up yeah, so anyways yeah it's like that meme where it's like the one time you don't go to school there's like yeah. a bunch of people are playing video games and like whatever so yeah. it's yeah. Anyways, what's our next subject? Um, I'm pretty sure our next subject was when you did the, when you did the dice roll and we started off with the open CFTs. You wanted to do Oh yeah, so one and two. One is NFT winter, two is Europe. Yep. Give so, me a number between one and two. The answer is one. one. <laughs> it's All always right. one. <laughs> so NFT winter, right? Yep. I guess we'll save the, the best for last. <laughs> um, <laughs> NFT winter. So if you go on Google Trends, Google Trends, fun fact, yep. is where you can see what people are searching. Yeah, and you can um, also so, compare it. And it's a really good yep. way to like see what people are searching about. Like if you... So so we can show Kamea. And Kamea, for some reason, was trending <laughs> on October 31st to November 6th. <laughs> Uh, he was like trending for some reason. Come uh, now he's like not really trending too much. <laughs> uh, but there's a huge interest in Kamea in Hawaii. Uh, apparently in Hawaii everyone loves Kamea. But uh, <laughs> next, next I can, is I can give I can give a um I can give a background to that actually. Um, yes. The reason Kamea is such a popular it's a it's a Hawaiian name. <laughs> yeah. All of my siblings have Hawaiian names and. And the actual, the reason Kamea is so popular could either be because of the, uh, it is because the first ever ruler of Hawaii was named Kamehameha. And ah. that's, that's another reason that people would be looking about it from 1758 to 1819. He was the first ruler of the kingdom of Hawaii. And that's why Kamea is trending in Hawaii. For any of you, uh, there's yes. a there's a quick little um backstory for you. <laughs> yeah, for you. yeah, and so apparently the name maybe that's I, I, maybe there's a wrestler named Kamea because um, Kamea is very closely related to a bunch of Indian, Canadian, and American professional wrestlers. <laughs> um, 
So, like a guy named Jeet Rama, Taya Valkyrie. That name is kind of cool for a wrestler. Taya Valkyrie, um, Nia Jax, John Morrison, and a guy named Magic. <laughs> but anyways, so but Kamea, so, Kamea compared to Ben. Yours like Ben's a lot more searched than Kamea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, All right. um, let's let's look at it with NFTs. So we'll, we'll type in NFTs, and so during during Feb- March of of 2021, uh, NFTs were trending. Google ranks at like 41, so like 41% trending. I don't really know exactly what that means, but it's like halfway. Um, and then in September, Oct- October 2021, that was when I got in uh, around September 2021 because I got in the week right before the Heart <laughs> Project launched, uh, yeah. and that project was during September 2021. Yeah. Um, and from there, it just kind of boomed. Like every single week, it got more and more popular. And then the <laughs> kind of the peak was December, twenty twenty one. So like a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, and then it dipped a little bit, not too much. But then it peaked again in January, where NFTs was at an all time high. But now it looks like they're coming back down to forty six, which is equivalent to November, early yeah. November of 2021 so i wouldn't say we're in a winter now um but yeah but also prices have gone down quite a bit uh come out what's your take i mean like the nft trend has definitely went up over time like it went from crypto being searched a bit more and now nfts are overtaking crypto by a lot like if you look up crypto nfts compared past 12 months worldwide nfts are beating crypto from the start of 2022 two and now it's still keeping up there is a recent downtrend maybe just and you know a lot of people are scared because of what's happening in europe and everywhere around the world you know like crypto it had its dip though it was interesting because um (laughs) because uh like um bitcoin it dipped but it recently had a little like a little pump pump dump you know it pumped and then it dumped and then it pumped and then it dumped And gold actually it went up, and people were like, "Oh yeah, gold is like you know how people always compared compared Bitcoin to digital gold." Yeah. And you know, one thing I have to say is like people always say like, "Oh, Bitcoin is a store of value. It's like it's gonna you it like maintains value." But like this is like the one time that Bitcoin's supposed to like maintain its value. Like this is the perfect time that Bitcoin like this is what the ideal circumstance that Bitcoin, cause like that's what, that's what Bitcoin was kind of made for. It was a way to like, it was a way to store your value while all the other like forms of money were dipping. Bitcoin was supposed to be going up. So I guess Bitcoin is more correlated to the stock market than a lot of people think and sometimes lie to themselves too. I'll admit it. Bitcoin is directly correlated, not directly, but is heavily correlated by the stock market. A lot of its moves are connected with the stock market, but it's just, it's really interesting how crypto is moving because it's never done this before. Like in the past five years I've been in, 2000, like 2012 was the same, 2015 was the same, 2017 was the same. 2022 is going to be, it's going to be different than all the past pumps all the past bear markets, all the past bull markets, it's going to be different. Yep. It's going to be a lot more different. And that's why I don't even think I can, like, even though I have a, a lot of experience, 
I don't even think I can predict what's going to happen because it's so unpredictable at this time. And that's why me and Ben always say not financial advice. We're not financial advisors. All of our things are just our opinions and thoughts when we speak on this podcast. You can just listen to it for information and more context on things that are happening around the world. And we'll just share our point of view on what's happening. Yep. And it's, and yeah. And and like, I'm, I've not even doing anything and, like uh, investing stocks, everything. I'm I'm just kind of sitting here. I have a few gas <laughs> stuff, uh, a few <laughs> gas stocks, but like, I'm just sitting here, kind of not too because like it's so 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 volatile and risky that that like one like yesterday it was it was it dropped a ton and went up for no reason and then it dropped even more and then like it's so so and because the thing is stock market it closes uh, every every day yeah. it closes at the end of the day. Whereas crypto is like a twenty four seven game, yes. and it's like, yeah. And the other a, thing, a, the other thing that I always see is like people like, oh, why is like crypto's dipping and everything? But like, a lot of the people that say that don't even own any like crypto, or like when people say yeah. the stock market's dipping, they don't own any stocks. Like it, it's funny. Like it's okay to be concerned if you're actually playing the game, but you know. If, if you don't own anything in the thing, you, you aren't going to be as affected as maybe like, what, like Warren Buffett? If, if Coca-Cola stock dips, then he's going to be concerned <laughs> if like his yeah. money could, he could lose some money. But um, the, it's, the worst thing that I see people do at this time is they try to like, they try to tell you, I told you so that bitcoin was going to dip but you know it's just the cycle it's the cy- it's the cir- it's the circle of life bitcoin and everything has to move it can't go up forever even though a lot of people fantasize that it that they want it to go up forever i just like you said if you want one thing to happen you said you want a, a like a dip that's one thing you you want to happen that and is i true. would have not to- <laughs> oh yeah, yeah go, go ahead <laughs> i would have to agree with you because you know not really not really anything is like um extremely going up everything it's like everything i see is down like 20% 30% 10% in the past week and this could be the beginning of like the real like the real like next winter of crypto and nfts but it really depends cuz crypto does these fake outs like in football they like crypto it seems like it's going to be like a bear market but then they go back up again and what's your take on it? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think this is the real bear market or do you think it's just another fake out that crypto's doing to throw people off? Oh, oh, and the other thing I have to mention is like now that the whole Ukraine stuff is happening, people now like they have a thing to blame the stock market dipping and crypto dipping on like, oh, crypto's dipping because of that happening or whatever. So like what's your what's your take on it? Yeah, again, not financial advice, but um, I mean personally like i said i i own currently no crypto i own like a small <laughs> amount of of decentral land but like that's just because I, i'm too lazy to sell it um but, but i'm <laughs> well i do own the ethereum that's in to buy gary v's book games that's the only crypto i own but i can't touch that so um <laughs> i i think there was an article i read about bitcoin and how there, it was a bunch of charts and stuff um so i got a little disinterested but but um yeah it was talking about how Accord if according to the to history, Bitcoin won't rally again until twenty twenty four, which is two years from now, uh, which isn't honestly not unexpected because 
you know how bear markets work and if and that's the tough part is that if um either the two biggest problems right now that are affecting the markets is ukraine uh, ukraine and inflation um and, and 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 those are connected as well and so i honestly have no idea how everything is going to work out <laughs> I, I think there's a good chance of there being a, a bear market for a little bit. Uh, and I think it's not a bad thing because Western, uh, me and you, both of us, and, and everyone, I guess in the world, everyone in the world um, has been ha- having like a lots of a prosperous time since, not <laughs> what I mean by this, financially. Uh, I, I know not everyone's going through a good time, but like financially <laughs> the markets are, have significantly increased since they last dropped yeah. in March 2020. Um, and so these past two years now, yeah, almost two years, the markets have like rallied so much. I so I, I I don't think it's a bad thing as well. Um, I know, yeah, so like people-wise, I know people aren't going through <laughs> these past two years. It hasn't been all, yeah. but, but financially, the markets have done well these past two years. So yeah. I, I think it's not a bad thing. And crypto has been booming as well, all-time highs. So with all-time highs come massive lows. So I, I yep. think it's just a natural part of the cycle. I have no idea how this is going to work out, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorite things about crypto. Like, it really just, it really just, um, it depends what happens because I like seeing how things play out in the end. I don't like, I mean, I enjoy predicting, but I don't like I don't like giving advice or I mean, I take that back. I I do like um giving some like pointers to people that are just getting in because I don't want people to get wrecked or get scammed. But um, I don't want to give any people like financial advice because in the end, I'm just a kid. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm no I'm no prophet. I don't know what the future has to hold. But what I do know is I'm gonna stick through till the end of it and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna chicken out when the bear when the bear market happens like a lot of people do and in my opinion this is the perfect time as a kid to learn a lot more about crypto and nfts and side note um so you have you have braces right ben yes (laughs) and you have like these pokey (laughs) these pokey things on the end of your teeth Yes, so <laughs> it just that's why I, I'm kind of having breaks on my like I'm kind of I'm kind of pausing a bit is because I'm moving my tongue around because it's like piercing my gums and like my gum is like ripping in the back of my teeth and it, it really hurts but uh <laughs> that was just a quick side note it happens all the time because like sometimes it's fine but then sometimes your teeth like grows a bit and then it move, adjusts it a bit it's it's really weird how it works but um back back to you Ben yeah, when I first so funny story when I got my braces, I literally had an interview that day, and so um, I had my braces and then came back an hour later and had to go talk for an hour. <laughs> um, and so that was fun. It was I did a um, an episode with a sleep doctor, or sleep scientist, or sleep coach, um, and so that was a uh, that was one of my best episodes. But that was it was it was difficult to adapt. Um, by the way, I'm I'm starting a new thing with myself. Um, because there are a few things that I'm I'm never going to say need, but that I I want and that aren't unreasonable, but I'd never like to, sp- and I have income now from working, but 
Um, I never like to spend my immediate income because I feel I still feel guilty about it. So I'm starting this new, very unconventional budgeting plan where all the income I make, I um, basically invest. I, I save a small amount of it, a small amount of it for taxes, and then I invest like fifty percent of everything I make automatically. So I put thirty percent into a long-term investment. So things like um, yeah. stocks like Apple that are long-term things, um, but then also 50% into short-term trading. So basically, mm. I can then, of the 50% of short-term trading, I then can yeah. use 20% of the profits. So say you get $100, I make $100 that month. I set aside $20 for savings and taxes. I set aside $30 for um, long-term mm-hmm. investments to buy stocks, to buy gold, long-term things and then yeah. I, I set aside fifty dollars to invest in short-term trading again not financial advice please don't do this unless you really, <laughs> really want to um and i'm confident in my ability to trade so but if you aren't please don't because you're going to lose all your money um uh, but i'll set aside fifty dollars for short-term trading and i do that in crypto whatever and then of that money of the proceeds so pretend i put it in uh, Ethereum, and then it increases to $75. I made $25 off of that. I reinvest 70%. So I don't know what that number is, like 14, 15. And then I put 10%, which is like $2, into um, an experience fund. So for things like going out with friends, going to places, just experiences. Yeah. And then I have 20%. So in this case, it's $5 that I can then spend on on a list of things that I quote-unquote need or want. I never need these things, but uh, things that I I could use and that would make my life better. For example, socks. Yeah. I know as, as weird as it sounds because I have I get, I get socks all the time, but I always tear my, like my socks. Like I always get so many holes in them. And so I have to get new socks every few months. Yeah. Basically, there's this company called Bombas, not sponsored, but they have this. Um, I'll be quick with it because we're not sponsored. I don't want to do too much advertising, but they have like a, a lifetime warranty. So if you break your socks, they'll send you a new pair, uh, and they're really nice. But they're not cheap. So like the price up with that, or a Rams jersey because I want to see if I can go to the games next season, and uh, <laughs> gotta have a jersey when you go to the games, or a new copy of Madden uh, because I play that game all the time. Uh, or Ram, basically, twenty percent for Ram stuff <laughs> and socks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know where. What, what was the original question? <laughs> oh, um, like what the topic was basically. Yeah. Oh, is Madden basically like just like a football, just a football? Yeah, like, you've heard of FIFA, yeah. right? Yeah, I've heard of FIFA. I play um NBA Two K. Um. Yes, Two K. Yeah, say, I, yep. I'm I'm a I'm a basketball guy. I love basketball. Yep. Ben's a football guy, but you know, yep. <laughs> it's cool <laughs> to see the two sports combining to make an, yes, an epic yes, podcast. Yes. Next, our next topic is going to be. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. It's going to be um everything happening in Ukraine, Russia, everything happening in Europe right now. Why don't you start start us off, Ben, with what you think is happening? What What's your basic knowledge about what's happening? Yes, I mean, I've been watching this quite a bit because uh, I have money in stocks and stock markets the most affected by, plus as, as a human, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, but um, 
I, I own a bunch of, oh, it zoomed in there. I own a bunch of uh, gas stocks, uh, like yeah. a lot of, not financial advice. I own a lot of Chevron, <laughs> which I guess right now is not looking like, which is looking like a pretty good investment right now because I'm not, I haven't made money, but I'm not losing money either. So Wait, what was it <laughs> um, called again? It's Chevron, like a, the gas Chevron. company. Chevron, oh yeah, Chevron. And so, I mean, honestly, it's not a bad investment because I haven't made money. I've lost like 0.1%, but that's better than losing 10%. So, yeah. Um, and, but yeah, so basically last night, Russia uh, invaded Ukraine. Um, and yeah, that's the most simple, that's the simplest one. Russia invaded <laughs> Ukraine. Um, and it's a, it's a terrible thing for our world. Um, yeah. And, um, Basically, Ukraine is suspending digital currency and digital transactions. Um, emphasis on the suspending. They haven't outright banned it. That's important to focus on the words. But um, that basically means that you're kind of trapped in uh in Ukraine if you're if you have a family there and uh, you have like a if you have a family, you can't like they made the maximum money that's going to be able to be taken out of the bank 30 like $500. You can't run away from Ukraine and start a new life with $3500 if I tell you like that's barely enough to like like pay rent and have enough for like electricity and water bills for the average American let alone starting a new life. So like you you're kind of trapped in Ukraine if you live in Ukraine. That's from what I from what I've learned. I'm um, heard of, but uh you know, it's there's a lot of things happening right now and people people are getting scared. There was a um there was something trending on Twitter, it was called um hashtag Trudeau was right. It had like fifty thousand tweets. And essentially <laughs> our Prime Minister <laughs> our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, he invoked I, we, we both see different Twitter because you're Canadian Twitter, I'm US Twitter, so we see different things. So but he invoked a act which was essentially to it was to do something and then he just took it back because he knew when he went to like the the Senate, it wouldn't get accepted. So basically, all these people were like, "Woo, Justin Trudeau did the right thing," and then it just went, just went backfired. Let me just look, <laughs> Justin Trudeau Act. Let me just see, Emergency Act, Emergencies Act. Yeah, so that's basically that's basically what happened. He's revoking the Emergencies Act. What is the number? I just want to tell anyone new listening that doesn't know what the Emergency Act. Okay, Emergency Act, an act to authorize the taking the taking of special temporary measures to ensure safety and security during national emergencies and to amend other acts in consequence thereof. It's basically a way to. Like, it's a safety precaution, basically, that he wanted to take in place because he, it's very concerning what's happening with the Russia-Ukraine situation. Like, it's very uncertain. So, you know, a lot of people are blaming crypto dipping, the stock market dipping, yeah. gold dipping on the um on the stock market. I mean, not, not, the, not the stock market, <laughs> on the Ukraine situation happening. And, you know, it's a perfect opportunity for people to blame it on because like it's like it's a clear like you can't say no because it's definitely affecting the stock market and crypto somehow because like they like they banned they not banned they suspended um, digital currency over there in ukraine so as a kid <laughs> you probably don't 
listen to politics as much as a kid, as an 11-year-old kid, 10-year-old kid. But, you know, it's important to stay informed on it because it can yeah. help you get about a better understanding in the world. It's not really directly affecting you, but there can be things that kind of indirectly affect you, but they still affect your life and your everyday things. Like how COVID never really directly affected kids until school was mandatory for masks, um, until you had to do online school, you know? There's indirect consequences that can happen due to these global events happening. And as a kid, it's important to to do research, D-Dior, do your own research, and confirm a lot of information because something that I always, something that I always say is don't trust, verify, which essentially means never trust anyone, never take anyone's word for it. Always, always double check the information, double check the source, and double check the information being provided to you. You know, what? what's your thoughts on this, Ben? Because, um, you know, you're going to be able to drive soon. And uh, I'm still, I'm not even a teenager yet. So what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your thoughts on this, Ben? <laughs> uh, on what specifically? On like the um whole Ukraine, the whole Ukraine situation. How is it going to affect you? Because I know you are a holder of some stocks, like gas stocks. Yes. How, well, how, my portfolio, just to be thesis? completely transparent is um a small amount of like very small of a mutual fund in the S&P 500 uh, I think everyone ought to have at least one at some point of his life I have I, I bought basically my first ever thing I technically bought uh, I say that it's a stock called AMD which I did buy but um the first ever like trade that I ever made was a mutual fund that was in the S&P 500 basically it was just a group of a bunch of tech stocks basically like apple microsoft yeah um and i bought like three of them i, I honestly i probably should have put more money into it because i bought it like <laughs> when i was 11 i'm 15 now so in four years i returned 50 percent, which is pretty good that's like yeah what, that's, that's really good like i i think it's so slightly below because it's 20 percent annual returns so it's slightly below no it's no it's like 59 percent yep yeah, it's it 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 falls pretty closely to the S and P five hundred, so yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. I basically just made the average returns on that, and I own like twenty bucks worth of it, so not very much. I, yeah. I sold them all, like a month ago. <laughs> and then I have this uh, stock called QuantumScape that they're trying to create an alter a, a, a different type of battery, and I did a school project on them. I really love their company. One day it dipped from 130 to 50, and I was like, "Oh, this is a great buying opportunity." I bought a bunch of it, and then it's now like 13 bucks each. So I kind of lost money there, <laughs> um, and I made some <laughs> trades in between. Uh, but so I don't even I don't talk about that anymore because it's just like worth nothing at this point. Um, but the only thing I do have a lot of right now is a gas company called Chevron. Um, I mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I, I I don't our entire family drives electric cars so um, <laughs> gas prices haven't been haven't really affected us um but yeah so i bought it like last week and it's it's i haven't lost money on it i haven't made money on it but like i think my current net is 0.6 negative so that's not that bad um yeah and they have a bunch of their their dividend yield so basically how stocks give you back dividends the dividend yield is six uh, percent five five to six percent and so basically i every year i get five percent back in cash mm-hmm. which is kind of nice yeah that's pretty, like a, that's pretty nice yep you know 
<laughs> it's interesting that you um that you mentioned the um electric car thing because um you know I always hear about the old like Tesla and everything happening they're like a yeah. bunch of car companies are trying to get into electric cars and vehicles and when I when I turn when I turn um 16 and I want to <laughs> when I turn 16 and you turn like 20 years old I want to I want to um I want to be able to like buy my own car with like the money I made as a kid. That would be really yeah. cool. That would be really cool to say the first car I ever bought, the first car that I ever drove, I bought myself. That's just an interesting side note. Not saying that I'm gonna make a million dollars or whatever, but um, you know, it's important to set goals for yourself, especially as a kid, because you know, there's a lot of things you can reach. Did you ex- like? Did people expect? Um, like um, what's um. <laughs> LeBron James LeBron James I'm saying it's just like just a kid from what's it called just a kid from uh, Cleveland is, is that where he was born um just a oh just a kid from Akron it's just a kid from Akron and he trademarked the whole thing and you know who would have expected just a kid from Akron would now be like one of the best basketball players and like doing <laughs> ads with crypto.com um <laughs> the future favors the brave you know but um is, is it the future favors the brave future favors fortune favors the brave fortune favors the brave fortune. okay uh, that that okay i'm pretty sure they couldn't use <laughs> that because the old the the traditional one because of trademark so they just changed it to fortune favors the brave which is yeah good yeah good they, changed, F- they changed it ftx from- right Oh, crypto.com. Uh, no, crypto.com. It went from Fortune yes. Favors the Bold to Fortune Favors the Brave yes. because yes. they just they they couldn't keep the, um, the trademark. But uh, yeah, all the ads of Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, you know, crypto.com. It's so interesting. They spent so much money like paying on ads. Like I've never seen it before, and, and like Coinbase yeah. never done all, it. Yeah, all crypto companies. Yeah, it's like all. Right. It's like crypto.com is the biggest. Like they bought literally. The Staples, they made the Staples Stadiums the Crypto.com Arena. You know, I've never seen a crypto like a cryptocurrency um company exchange ever do that before. Most of the um, I mean, I've done collabs with a couple like crypto exchanges, but I've never seen that. I've never seen that done with an actual big one. So, why don't we move on to our final subject, which is called it is photography in NFTs. So. Can you just just give us a little little um little thing on what's happening over there? Yeah, so um you know Alex Gomez, he was a guest yeah. like three weeks ago. Great guy, nice guy. Um and he is widely involved in the NFT world and reporting on it. Um he's with 137 PM, which we love everyone over there. And basically as someone who writes about NFTs, he's pretty informed about the world of NFTs. And so he's been talking about kind of a shift, and Gary Vee also has been talking about it, to be fair, um, a shift to photography NFTs. So, for example, me and Kamea taking a selfie right now. Smile. <laughs> All right, so I took a picture of me and Kamea uh, doing this recording. And so I'm 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 gonna mint this later. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could I could hypothetically mint this on the Polygon blockchain, um, and and yeah, that's photography NFTs. It's like that. Um, it's like that. Uh, what's it called? 
Um, it's like that um Gary V guy who does the impersonations and <laughs> everything yes. that he everything that he does, he's like, oh, I'm gonna make that an NFT. You know, like yeah. it's just a. <laughs> it's funny. It's because we're both big. We're both fans of Gary Vee, but you know, it's funny to just he's he's kind of funny sometimes, you know. He's, he's very just, memeable. <laughs> he's very memeable, yeah, exactly. Like he like he can he can easily be memeable. Yes. And so yes, yeah, so basically talking about a shift from um sorry, that's my dog in the background. A shift from PFP projects to these photography NFTs. Does it sound different? Uh, no, it, different? Sound, it sounds fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's actually a pretty interesting thing. A, sh- a shift from these PFP projects, the 10, 10K PFP traditional projects, uh, not to photography interface, which is interesting because PFP projects, it was all about brand, whereas photography nfts sure it's about the photographer but it's also about the artwork which is normally one of one so now it's a lot more subjective um and i guess a little more complicated for people like you and me because before the pfp projects were relatively simple (laughs) i really love the heart project and i'm gonna make them my profile picture i'll buy one but now we have to like put on our art analyzing glasses and like we're looking at these artwork and and be like oh i really love and so it'll yeah. be interesting because now it's very subjective. It's not even about the brand. It's a, and sure a little bit about the photographer, but of course the art, you know, if that's a tough one, if Picasso just threw some paint on a wall, like I'm pretty sure, but that would go <laughs> sell for millions. But um, no, I saw this some guy. He like, he's basically, he, um, it's like this guy, he makes super serious videos of like history videos and it sounds so believable, but it's like to it's like so unbelievable to a point that you actually kind of believe it. Wait, um, yeah, his name is Adrian Gray, um, comedy, <laughs> and um, he basically makes these videos that are like very well made. Um, very well made. Um, like shorts that seem super like believable, and it's like Picasso at the age of eighty. He was starting to run out of ideas, and <laughs> he was like, he gave he gave a piece of paper, and <laughs> and he said, it's just a blank piece of paper, and he said, no, it's reverse origami, <laughs> and and they were like, no one knows why he did it. He's just a genius. We move on, <laughs> you know. People yep. would just. They view him as a genius, and you know, if Ford Ape made a new project, it doesn't matter if it was just a blank That's screen. True. I'm pre- um the. I it doesn't matter if it was just a blank screen with a red stripe on it. People would buy it because. That's true. You yeah. know, it's it has so much like it's made by um, Yuga Labs. If Yuga Labs made a new project that's just a white screen with a red stripe with a little board Ape logo. I bet the floor price would be like an ETH easily by the next day, you know? Yeah. Like when you've already made more it. More than that. Yeah, more than an ETH. Like when you've made it, it's much and much more easier to keep on succeeding, keep on like I always say this to myself, like it's much easier to go from one to a thousand followers. I mean much harder to go from one to a thousand than ten thousand to a hundred thousand. Because once you've already sort of made a community, once you've already had like people that 
watch your videos, it's much easier to grow faster and faster. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's yeah, brand is very important. Anyways, uh, this sounds like a good wrapping up yeah. for this episode. Oh yeah, because uh, I also um, I have my Twitter space in three minutes. Uh, yeah, I oh, think this is a, yes. Yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. We'll be quick. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I'm Ben. I'm joined by what's his name. <laughs> uh i think uh, uh what's your name again um uh it was uh it was kaden kaden was my name kaden all right <laughs> this is crypto talks with ben and kaden i will see you all we will see you all next week i'm benjamin wong and that is kaden kaden lafontaine see you later peace uh, all right, <laughs>